God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Welcome another time to your number one favorite podcasting show, CBT, Changed by Truth. I'm your host, Minister DK, where we're here not to excite you about what might be in your life, but to invite you into what shall be in your life. Hey, listen, people of God, I'm so excited about this episode because it's one that God disturbed me while I was driving and I had to grab my phone to record my thoughts. I want to ask you a question. How do you think about Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz? Do you ever think about how she tried so hard to get away from where she was to only get to where she wanted to be somewhere over the rainbow only to realize she wanted to be back to where she started from. This episode is going to be unique in its diversity because I want you to hear how God ministered to me about the journey that we have to take when we obey God and how God exposes different dimensions of who we are so we can better assist other people in God. So grab your faith, get your heart open and stay tuned. God's got a blessing and a message for you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Um, I want to share a word with you that the Lord has placed in my heart through um, a conversation that I've had with a dear friend of mine. Um, he, he, He told me that he was at a place now in his life where he was standing still. And um, believing God. He was standing still because a lot of things have come up to him in his life now concerning ministry, his next place in his natural life, his next place in his spiritual life. And knowing him the way I do, um, the years I have known him, he, uh, I thought to myself, well, you know, that's nothing new because you've been standing still for a long time. He looked at me. He said, well, you know, you're right. And I said, I'll be honestly believe that um, if you don't know how to do anything else in God, you know how to stand still. And sometimes we can stand still so long until we believe that we're moving and we're not. And we have to come to a revelation within ourselves that sometimes we stand still because we're afraid to move. And um, I talked with him and the Lord brought to my um, mindset that uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says God says for I know the plans that I have towards you plans to bring you to an expected end plans to bring you to an expected end in other words God says that mm, I have a way I have planned out a route for you to take And because I have planned this route out for you, I understand exactly what is on the path that you must travel. I understand exactly what you will encounter. I understand exactly how you're going to feel. I understand exactly the misery and the pain you're going to endure. I I understand the fear that you're going to embrace. I understand the doubt that you're going to fight. But these plans that I have for you are not plans that will, will hurt you or harm you. These plans, regardless of what you think about them, are designed to bring you into a place that you recognize in your spirit. 
because many of us don't come into the place that God has caused us to come into or called us to come into because we allow our mind now to change the picture of what we have perceived of expectation in our heart. I know the plans I have towards you, plans to bring you to an expected end. And so as I listened to my my boy talk and I listened to him, I said, you, you, you've got to now understand that I know you have great expectations in God. I know you've been expecting God to do great things for a while for you, but have you ever thought for a minute that the reason why you have not seen none of the glory come forth is because you you are afraid to move so it's easier to say I'm a stand still than it is to pick up my cross now and follow God so we're in a generation now where we want God to bring the expected in to us so we won't have to take the journey to God Lord help me so now I'm looking at him. The Lord puts on my heart uh, a phrase to tell him. And I said, regardless of how you feel or what you think, there's only one problem and one thing that you have to do. He says, what's that? I said, you need to obey God. And I pray you get that in your spirit as I release uh, this introduction of this message to you. Yes, it's time to obey God. You haven't seen God move in a while because you won't move. You have not seen God work a miracle in a while because you won't move. You have not seen God heal the sick in your life in a while because you won't move. If you're going to see God move in the power of his glory, then you have to learn to obey God. It's obedience is better than sacrifice. And many times we lose things in life. We go through things in life. We experience things in life because we have not learned to do what God has asked us to do. There are many Christians who are tormented in their mind, tormented in their faith, tormented in the house of God, tormented in what they believe about God. Because when God gives them one simple thing to do, they have to pray about it and go into intercession to believe God. About what they already know God is asking them to do. And so we suffer many things and go through many mental anguishes. And we develop hearing the voice of God. The the voice of the enemy because we fail to obey God. Obeying God gives you life. Obeying God gives you clarity. Obeying God gives you direction. Obeying God activates your gifts. Obeying God activates your anointing. Obeying God allows you to see the power of God move in your life. But when you stand still in a time where you need to be pressing forward and forgetting those things which are behind you, you're now telling God, oh God, that I'm not going to move, that you have to move for me. No, obey God, because there's many things in your life, many people in your life, many experiences in your life, many situations in your life that God has now ordained for you to go through that looks like the devil, sounds like the devil, feels like the devil, smells like the devil, but it is the power of God that worketh now 
patience in you worketh power in you. The Bible says it's glorious in the sight of God what he can do with somebody who obeys him. Hallelujah. I know the plans I have towards you. Plans to bring you to an expected end. That end of expectation is the thing you see in your spirit. Never think that the expected end that God has for you will be embraced by your thought process. It's not embraced by your thought process. It's only conquered by your faith process. And we have to learn to obey God. Oh God. Let, 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 me, let me give you a whirlwind of how this thing begins, how simple it is. We have made the word of God not in void because we're now in a generation where we're trying to approach God with our mind, trying to approach God with compromise, trying to approach God with negotiations. And he's a God that will not negotiate with what he created. What he's created has to learn to obey him. So they will not have to negotiate what he has for them. So the best way I explain to my friend, because he says to me a most astonishing thing, a person that has a relationship with God, a person that knows God, he's been in God for a long time, he's a minister, he works in God, he's an armor bearer, he's his pastor's assistant, he understands the word of God, he teaches the word of God, but when I told him that you can have in your hands what God has placed in your heart, if you obey God, he asked me this one question, he says, how? God help me. How do I obey? How do I obey? How do I receive what God has for me? I looked at him with all the faith that I could look at him in. I looked at him being open to God closed to my brain and I said all you got to do was one thing and he says what's that and I said follow the yellow brick road he looked at me smiling I said follow the yellow brick road 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 and where he was laughing now I said you have to learn to obey God Follow God. Follow him. If you follow God, you, you won't have to think. If you follow God, you won't have to compromise. If, if you follow God, you won't have to negotiate. If you just learn to obey the voice of God and follow what he has prepared for you, it will bring you into an expected end that's waiting for you. He looked at me and said, what? Follow. I said, follow the yellow brick road. It's very simple. I, I told him as plainly as I could, you, you have to follow um, the voice, the plan, the path, uh, the heart of God in order for your destiny, in order for your purpose, in order for your life to be fulfilled. Uh, as easy as it seems, it's the hardest thing sometimes for believers to do because we have so much in our heart 
um, that we consider before God. We we have so much in our emotions um, that we consider before God. We have so much mm, in, in our mind that we consider before God. And so what makes it hard to do, oh God, is to obey God. Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. They're ordered by God. He has already ordained every step of your life. So now I want to take this movie, The Wizard of Oz, and I want to reveal to you why it's important to follow God so that you can have everything that God has willed for your life. You can have everything he has ordained for your life. If you thought you learned to follow God, he shows you things about yourself that is hidden from you. Things that you need to be worked out. There are things about yourself that you don't even understand uh, about yourself. If I told you that there are things in your life, in your character, in your mind, in your heart that exist that make it hard uh, for you to follow God, you would probably uh, not believe me. But the truth is, is that the path that God, oh God, allows and has ordained for us to follow is the thing that works out our soul salvation. It is the path that enlightens us about who God is. It is the path that shows us that God's with us through oh dark times and he'll never leave us nor forsake us. The path that he has ordained us to walk out shows us that we're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. It is the path that reveals to us that he is gracious and kind and that he will always abound in those who abound and stay in him. We've got to learn to follow the yellow big road. And so now we take this young girl who represents you, Dorothy. Uh, somebody who does not understand the value uh, of their home. The people that's around uh, her. She she leaves now and get caught up in a storm and she goes and God places her in a place called Oz. Mm, glory to God. And 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 she's talking to uh, some munchkins about getting the help she needs to get back home. Because see, sometimes you, all you're trying to do now is to come back to the place where you understand, the place that makes sense to you, the place where you can believe God, the place where you don't have to be in torment, the place where your faith is exercised. You're trying to come back to a place in your life where everything now is productive. There are too many people in the house of God, in the body of Christ, who are searching now for who they are. They're searching now for what they do. They're searching now for their life to make sense. And sometimes in your life as a believer, when your life does not make sense, oh, sometimes that's the thing that God uses to start you on the path to understanding who you are concerning your path. And so the munchkins... Uh, tell her to follow the yellow brick road. Because this yellow brick road is uh, the thing that God has ordained for you. But it's the thing that will bring out of you parts of you you never knew you had in you. It's the, it's, it's, it's the road um, that makes you challenge yourself. It is the road 
that makes you mm, condition yourself. It's the road that allows you mm, to know God, to understand God, to believe God, to see the glory of God, and to also see the adversity of the enemy, to also see the reality of your friends, to also see um, the value of your family, to know who's close to you and who needs to be far from you. It is the road now that allows you, oh God, to fulfill within you what God has released within you. She begins to follow and skip down the yellow brick road. She comes upon a cornfield that has a scarecrow in it. She doesn't know which way to go because for the first time on this road, she comes to a crossroad. Glory to God. And the scarecrow told, tells her to go this way. She looks at the scarecrow and she says, you know where I'm from? The scarecrows don't talk. Mm, yeah, and he, he's laughing and he's saying to himself, but you're not where you're from. You're in Oz now. Well, your fantasies become realities. And, and she gets the scarecrow down off of the stats that he's on. And then the scarecrow begins to tell her his testimony. He says, you know, I've been hanging up there on that cross for some time now. And the thing about it is, is that, oh God, uh, I, I, I've been standing up there and I, the crows are not even afraid of me. She says, oh my God. He says, the one thing I'm afraid of the most is fire. You know, because I'm, I'm stuffed full of straw. I can't, I can't feel nothing. Uh, I can't feel a thing. And he began to take straw on the ground that had been there for a while that the crows had picked out and he began to restuff himself. He revealed to her a revelation about himself. He revealed to her that he does not have a brain. Because he does not have a brain, he has problems thinking. Because he does not have a brain, he has problems diagnosing things and sorting out things in his life. You know, it's a bad thing when um, your mind is in a place and trapped and you can't feel things in the body. Oh God. And so she tells him to come with me for I'm going to the Oz and if he can get me home, he can get you a brain. And she begins to now take uh, this journey with this brainless creature that represents mm, the mind that she has sometimes because see sometimes what makes us hard to obey God is the fact oh God that we can't process things in our mind the way we need to and what makes it hard for us to believe God sometimes is because we can't reason, oh God, with what God says versus mm, with how we feel. Because sometimes for us to obey God, to us, for us to believe God, we, we have to feel things in our lives. You know, feel things in our body. If it does not feel right, oh, we have an issue with what God has asked us. If it does not feel right, 
our mind goes into relapse. And so now the scarecrow reveals a side now of her humanity that has problems, oh God, following God, problems diagnosing, oh God, the word of God, problems on believing God. And a lot of time what the scarecrow reveals is that regardless of what he goes through, oh God, he does not feel uh, anything in his body. He's numb. Glory to God. And anytime we deal with the flesh now, on the path of working out our soul salvation and believing God, it always leaves us tried and challenged of following God because we can't process and we're numb. And now she takes on a side, oh God, of, of her own life. Because it's what she left home for Because she did not feel like she Oh God was important She left Kansas because she did not feel Like she belonged She did not feel like she understood Who she was And because she could not process That in her mind now She left the very place That she belonged How many times in your life Oh God have you been moved out of position because of your ability, oh God, to fail to process what God has told you to do and because you didn't feel like it was God, you didn't feel good about it, you begin to move in a place that was not God, not realizing that your flesh, oh God, and your mind can never process the spiritual things of God. So now we have a woman who's looking for home, traveling down a yellow brick road with a talking, brainless, numb scarecrow to give her help. You gotta he believe this, you've gotta hear this. And so they go on down the road because sometimes following God, he reveals to you sides about you that you had no idea about. Glory to God. So she's going down the yellow brick road with one dimension of who she is. She comes up on the next place on her road. Help me, Lord. And it's, she finds a tin man that has rusted because he got caught in a rainstorm. Glory to God. And he's rusted solid. And she finds, oh God, uh, the, the oil can. And she hears the scarecrow, she hears the ten men tell her to oil him. And she begins to oil the joints, knees, elbows, and all of the moving parts of uh, God, the ten men. And he begins to say, thank you. You know, I've been here for some time now because I was chopping on this tree and I got caught in a storm. And before I knew it, I was rusted. And he says, oh God, I... I just begin to tell, he begin to tell her his testimony. He said, you know, I'm just as empty inside uh, as anything you've ever heard. And he banged on his chest and you could hear the echo. Boom, 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 boom. And he says, I'm echo inside because I, I don't have a heart. Lord, help me. And she says, well, you know, I'm going to the Oz to find my way back home. And he's going to the Oz because he needs a brain and he's numb. And you can come, oh God, with us to the Oz, even though you don't have a heart and you're 
empty inside. And you've got to understand she now picks up a second dimension of her own personality and her own person. She picks up the side of her that's troubled, oh God, in the heart because we don't have, we're not filled in the inside. Anytime you, oh God, are missing things in your life and you're not filled with the word of God, you're not filled with the fruit of God, you're not filled with the spirit of God, you're not filled with the love of God. Anytime your life has left you empty, your life has left you tried, left you, oh God, in turmoil, it deadens your heart. And because now he does not have a heart, oh God, oh God, in his life, he is completely an echo. And many of us can't believe God because now our heart has been damaged in such a way until everything inside of us is completely gone. We feel like we have nothing to contribute. We feel like God cannot give us or use us in anything and so we're empty oh God on the inside Bible declares that it's out of the heart the issues of life flow your heart is the thing that helps you oh God deal with and regulate things to process and to relinquish things in your life but when your heart has been damaged because of the storms of life that you've been caught in it makes you a hard person though God the, 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 the ten men was hard on the outside but he could not feel anything oh God concerning his heart have you ever had somebody with you in your life now that's hard? Uh, uh, they're a defense system for you. Oh, they protect you because uh, it's hard for them to be damaged. They're hard on the outside, but when you come up on a hard situation, you need somebody to talk to. And when you turn to that tin man to talk to, because he's a hard man, he can't relate to you because he has no heart. And so then you turn, oh God, uh, to the scarecrow to talk to him about how you you feel but he can't diagnose it because he has no brain and he's numb what do you do what do you do when you realize you're carrying uh, two sides of you that has continually failed you, but yet you still have to realize, regardless of your numbness and your heartlessness, you have to continue to move forward to work out your soul's salvation. You have to learn that God has ordained this path not to depress you or to sadden you, but he's trying to reveal to you parts of your life that you need to consider and work on and put in perspective ah she's traveling down the road that God has ordained her to travel she's traveling down the, the yellow brick road the road that has been ordained uh, for the righteous feet to follow because sometimes when we begin to deal with the things that's inside of us the characteristics that's part of us we'll leave God's path and go to a path that's less convicting less revealing sometimes we don't want to look at ourselves sometimes we don't want to look at the condition of our heart. Sometimes we don't want to look at the numbness that we deal with. So 
Uh, she takes these two oh god misfits that represents part of her flesh and part oh god of her her soul and she begins to continue moving on down the line with everybody in her arms now connected to her oh god they're good for something and the thing that they're good for is just a remembrance to her of what needs to be worked out in her life what needs to be put in order in her life sometimes you got to look at yourself and minister to you about you glory to god she eases on down the line Mm. The next time, uh, the next place this role brings her to, it brings her to uh, a forest that has the most beautiful apple trees <laughs> uh, that she's ever seen. And her and uh, the Tin Man and the Scarecrow begin to gather apples in a haunted forest. This haunted forest represents places in your life where people are, oh God, that have attitude. Uh, uh, these trees represent people um, that have an evil spirit. And, um, but regardless of the evil spirit they have, they produce now fruit, uh, God help me, that you need. Uh, sometimes people uh, that don't mean you no good, mm, they have what you need for your good. And the trees now begin to talk to Dorothy, uh, the scarecrow and the tin man and tell them, uh, how would you feel if somebody came up and picked fruit off of your trees? And they begin now to have conflict, them against them. And the tree now begins to take the fruit that they need to be nourished with. And they take the fruit that they need to be uh, nourished and to be filled with and they take the fruit and they begin to attack them with the very thing they need. Have you ever had some people in your life that while you're trying to just do what God has called you to do and work out your soul's salvation, they continue to attack you with the very thing that you need. Why would anybody who sees that you have parts of you that is numb and that is hard, that hasn't having a brain and does not have a heart, why would they continue to take the thing that you need now and attack you with it? Because on this path, God has to teach us uh, the gift of compassion. Many of the times we cannot continue on our path in God because where God calls us for us to now give compassion to people who have evil spirits attached to them. People, God, oh God, who have attitude. People who have forgot God but still don't know that they have what people need. God causes us now, oh God, to be able to have compassion even when they attack us with what we need. Sometimes people can have what you need, but don't want to give it up, oh God, for your own sake and salvation. And they begin to gather this fruit on their knees, finding what was given to them in harsh reality. They run into a lion. Uh, he jumps out on them and startles them and he's roaring and 
he's threatening them in a threatening manner. He tells them, I'll do this to the, oh God, to this uh, scarecrow and ten men. I'll do this to you. And uh, he begins to threaten now Dorothy's dog, Toto. And right when he begins to bite, oh God, Dorothy's dog, Dorothy slaps him on the nose. And he begins to whine like a baby. She begins to talk to him and he begins to talk to her. Uh, he's crying as though if she broke his leg. She says, you're nothing but a big bag of whining water. And he begins to tell her the revelation of his life. Though I'm big and muscular and I'm the king of the jungle and no one to mess with me. He said, even though I have the mane that allows everybody to know I'm the king. He says, sometimes I feel like I'm the queen. Sometimes I'm just so afraid until my own tail scares me. And he begins to reveal to her that even though he has the figure now that draws people to challenge him because he's the king and everybody's always up against the king in his life, he begins to tell her that he has no courage. How can I be born placed in a body oh God, that causes people to challenge me and give me respect? And it's hard for me to find respect about myself because when I need to be brave, when I need to believe God, when I need to stand up and take a stance, I find it hard because I cannot get past my own fears. I have no courage in my spirit. She tells the, the lion, well, you can come with me. I'm going to get back home. He's going to get a brain because he's numb. He's going to get a heart because he's empty. You can come with us because even though you're strong, you always feel like you're weak and going to lose. Have you ever had a time in your life where God causes you to challenge things and things challenge you? And even though you're ordained and you're fit and you're built to win, you feel like everything in life going to conquer. You feel like everything's in life is going to win over you. You feel like you don't have a chance in life to do what God has called you to do because you cannot find the courage in your faith to believe in yourself. She now picks up another side of her. This represents her spiritual side. The side that has to take a stance. The side that has to stand for God. The side that has to believe God. The side that even when you don't have courage to know what the outcome's going to be, you have to have enough faith and courage in God to stand on the word of God. Regardless of what the battle looks like. Regardless of what people say. You have to believe God. Even though he He's strong. Oh God, he's a pussycat, even though he looks like a thundercat on the outside. Now, Dorothy, uh, her life now shadows who she is. Oh God, when she's in the right place at home, she feels, oh God, like she's uh, empty on the inside and she, her heart is gone. She feels like she can't think and process because she can't feel nothing like the scarecrow. And now she understands what it's like to have an idea of what it's like to take a stand for God, but she cannot because she has no faith, no courage. And now, this path is going to take her 
into the greatest part of her life where she has to understand what God is causing for her to do. Well, people of God, we're out of time and that's all we have this week. Uh, That is part one. Stay tuned and make sure you tune in next time, next episode for part two. I'm sure you will be refreshed and renewed and your spirit will be revived. And remember, we're not here to excite you about what might be in your life, but to invite you to what shall be in your life. God bless you.